Hello everybody and welcome to Suze. Suze. I'm trying to think if I have anything exciting to tell you. Uh, I recorded my 2018 show, Supersonic 90s Kid, last week at the Bill Murray. And it was really lovely. Thank you if you were one of the people who came along. You made it very easy. And the video of that recording will be out in some way as soon as I can work out how to edit two angles together. No mansplaining required. I've got this. I'm also in Christina Bianco's album launch, Life of the Party, this weekend at the Other Palace Theatre, uh, which is sold out, so I'm just showing off. And Nick Helm's horror musical review, I Think You Stink, at the Pleasant Islington on the 25th, 26th and 27th of October. It's a perfect Halloween show. Uh, I don't know if that's sold out, so I might just be showing off again. I'm joined this week by Sam Pamphilon, and we're going to talk about, amongst other things, Robocop. Sam is the co-creator of Go 8-Bit, a video game-based panel show. I wonder why I like that. And also co-hosts a podcast about crisps called Desert Island Crisps with guests such as Ashling B and Russell Howard. Do you like crisps? Do you like comedy? Well, go and listen to it then after this. Thanks, Thanks so much for joining me, Sam. Oh, I you're just very welcome. If I've always thought your surname is pronounced Pamphion. Is that right? No. Oh. But that's okay. That sounds nice. How, how is it pronounced? Uh, Pamphilon. Pamphilon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Literally as it's spelled. But no one ever gets it right. So mm. people call me Pamphilion because there's an mm. I-L-O. No, hang on. What is it? It's <laughs> P-I-L-O. But it, you look at the two, the I and the L and you think there's more lines in there. Ah. So you always think it's Pamphylian. I've been reading it as like, like, like there's a dog called like, Papillon. Yeah, like Papillon. Papillon yeah. well. It doesn't come yeah. from that, no. But I went to right. a wedding, a friend's wedding. It was my wife's friend's wedding, but uh, she's got the same name as me, obviously, because she's mm-hmm. my wife. Well, not, obviously, not obviously, but she does. No, she happens to have the same it. second name as mine. Yeah. After we got married, she's got the same second name. Okay. Before, it was a different name. Okay, okay. Uh, and they spelt it... Oh, fudge, what was it? It was Papillon. Oh, God. It's just, and we're sat, it was on our t- placemats, and we're just like... That's brilliant. Oh, it was just, it never, it's never <laughs> right. Um, on my childcare account with the government, where I have to put money in to pay for my childcare, yeah. my name's wrong on there. And it's really? just, yeah, yeah, it's just all wrong everywhere. They could everywhere. get you on that, couldn't they? Don't, well, just. They probably will, bloody government. Just don't announce it. You know, that's the main thing to do. Just yeah. keep, keep it stum. Uh, yeah, no one can spell Kempner. If, like, no one can pronounce it or spell it, and it's completely phonetic. I don't think I had a problem with it. No, you pr- probably because you have your own surname difficulties. Issues, yeah. 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 No, people re- had a bit about it in my show this year, so I might as well do Kep- it now. Uh, no, people re- literally will see it on the page and go, have we got here? Oh, how many? Oh, is this? Like, is that oh, English? Oh, is that <laughs> Ke- yeah, Kempner. I've had someone read it out as Kempster. Kempster. Like, that's not a popular name No, it's not pe- no, no. Yeah. That's a nickname for someone oh, called Kemp. <laughs> That's, yeah, uh, Kempster. Kempster. <laughs> I suppose you, you could see the P and you kind of think the P is a thing. Mm. So you could go Kempner. Then you spell it out to people on the phone. It is, and they go, oh, can you have your name, please? Susanna Kempner. And they go, oh, and I go, oh, it's K-E-M. You've got three You've got three nouns in a row. That's That's what it is. I think you're, you've cracked it. I've got three nouns in a row. Yes. M-P-H. M-P-N. P-N. Fucking hell. It's mm-hmm. the M-P. Uh, mm, if you actually think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's really difficult what you're yes. trying to get people to do. It's true. It turns and out it you're wrong. So. <laughs> Everyone else was completely right to get your name wrong all this <laughs> These time. Fools. Yeah. The original story kind of went that uh, there was two brothers on an this is supposedly it. There was an right. I- there was or is an island I haven't looked up. An <laughs> island called Pamphilos. Okay. A Greek island. Yeah, that sounds very Greek. Sounds believable, right? Yeah. Uh, and they got in trouble 
you know, there's yeah. whole Me Too movement out there. <laughs> they had to get going. Uh, and they, Put them in on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they... Um, uh, they stayed away on a ship and the ship was bound for Essex. Right. Um, and one of them was caught and hung and then the other one did what any young Greek man would do in Essex, yeah. I suppose, and procreated. <laughs> um, uh, and that's where that line comes from. It comes I from see. that one probably dreadful person. Okay. But various things have said that pamphlon might also mean, uh, this is absolutely true, I don't know how they got to this because clearly if it's Greek, it's kind of coming from ancient Greek so you could work mm. out the etymology of it. Mm-hmm. But apparently the it might have come from words meaning either a sod of earth or a large-bottomed woman. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, both things are noble <laughs> objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's Pam, which comes from pan, which right. means all. Okay. Phil, which is uh, uh, love. Right. So it's a lover of all. Apparently, <laughs> at least that's what I had on a mug. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lover of large-bottomed women. <laughs> well, we all know who was into those, Absolutely. Mr. Freddie Mercury. It was yeah. We I talked on the last podcast that I did about um, the Queen film that's coming out. Actually, are you, yeah. are you a fan? Uh, yes, but not to any like. Okay, not if like I'm at a disco, if I'm at a wedding, right. which is the only time I'm ever at a disco, <laughs> and Queen comes on, then it's brilliant. Yeah. But I've never listened to a Queen album. Oh, okay. I recommend. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, they're, re- they're a real album band, but we really? only know them as like... Yeah, I only know the hits. Yeah, 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 I'm that guy. No, they were, yeah. they were all their original stuff was really experimental. And then, like Bohemian Rhapsody, we've heard it so much, it sounds yeah. normal. But if you go back and listen to it now, and really, and go like, hang on a minute, this is fucking mental. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. six minutes of madness. There was and a lo- yeah, there, I think loads there was of the original stuff. There's a little bit of sort of cocaine-based egotism oh, in Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, I Big think. Big time, yeah. yeah. And, and music nerdery as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. They were total nerds. But so. it's still completely pop, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that he never had his teeth fixed. Yeah, because it would have affected his singing. He worried it would have affected his yeah. singing. Yeah. And what great teeth. Fantastic. What great teeth to live with. Yeah. <laughs> and he sort of covered them up with a moustache a little bit, but they were yeah. they were still so prominent that they would yeah, yeah. <laughs> escape. They're still the there, st- mate. <laughs> <laughs> still see him. Yeah. yeah you have to grow your <laughs> mouth's open. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you keep singing so we can really see those teeth. <laughs> you should have covered uh, Karl yeah. Marx's moustache with a beard attached. <laughs> I stood behind Brian May once and uh, mm. his hair is incredible. Yeah. And now it's the same hair. It's just white like a cloud. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of like a wire wool, but like um, if you just sort of kept wire wool in conditioner for maybe 30 years, yeah. like, you know, if he even got near a flame, it would just, it'd be like tissue paper to go <laughs> like that. And he'd be bald, bald, but yeah, unharmed in 30 seconds. How much seconds. of it there actually is. How much is how hairspray? Much yeah. How yeah. much is just sort of con- con- sort of like c- product construction? Yeah. How long it takes. But his wife, of course, is yeah. Anita Dobson. Anita Dobson. That's right. Yes. And she had the same hair. Exactly. When I saw same. them together at the <laughs> open air theatre in Richards <laughs> Park. Is her hair gone white or is she still. Is no, she it was dark. It was dark. I think oh, okay. she must have died. She's going to have a bit of a chest. They, got, they couldn't sit next together on the tube because they wouldn't be able to get up. <laughs> They'd be attached. You know. <laughs> would, I think it would be like uh, how the sort of the tails of the. Uh, whatever those creatures in. Um, uh, oh, bloody hell. Uh. What's it called when you've got an avatar? Avatar. Oh, you know how yeah. their tails plug into the horses. Oh yeah. The massive <laughs> I think their hair would be like that. Like if it got near you, it'd be like venom. It'd be like, oh my god, it's like, no, it's growing. It's, it's, it's attaching. Like it's gone to my arm's hair. And I says, all right, just pull it off gently. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not cool, Brian. It's amazing. Yeah. That's the first time I've thought about Avatar since about six oh, months. What are they called? The, uh, the, the Navi. Navi. The yeah. Navi. Yeah, yeah. I avatar. often think about them plugging themselves into the horses. <laughs> well, I think about it quite a lot actually. Because I just find it really funny. Just potting a house. Yeah. Wish I could plug. Well, it's one of them on a horse going. This won't go, dude. If you plug. You plugged yourself in. I, I forgot to plug myself into my horse. My I massive, my massive what? space horse. That's a really strange bit of world building. 
I really it? liked it. I don't remember it at all, other than like I remember it yeah. obviously, but I remember having zero feelings about it. Oh right, Maybe no, God, that bit that bit really stayed with me. All I did, I I was, oh, I quite, I'm quite annoying anyway. When did it come out? About 2010. No, it's earlier than that. Is it really? Is I it about know. ten years old? I th- I've got a feeling that it's weirdly old. Mm. I'm going to look it up. Is that, is that allowed? It would make sense because it's Cameron, isn't it? And he doesn't make films very often. Is he making another one? He is, isn't he? He's doing a second Avatar. Well, I c- all I did was mock it afterwards, going, it's just like Fern Gully. <laughs> I was a fucking legend. <laughs> I said that to whoever I <laughs> talked to. It's in Avatar. It's just like Fern Gully. Oh, do you know what? You went far off 2009. Mm-hmm. Far off at all. Ah, okay. I yeah, I liked I mean, I didn't like... I mean, It's one of those things you thought it's overblown, but I did... There are some films that are really not that good, that mm. are completely overblown, but for, for some reason I've ended up watching loads. Right. And one of those films was Troy. Oh, good. Because right. with Brad Pitt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because I didn't have any DVDs, and for some reason I had um, a DVD player. No, that was it. I'd won an Xbox or something. Or something. <laughs> I ended up getting given an Xbox, I did some work for them. Yeah. And I never played games on it. Okay. Uh, Fact fans, <laughs> and uh, and I just used it. For d- I had one DVD, and that was Troy, which someone right. lent me, and I'd never given it back. It's still up there. Look, oh, I bought I bought none of those DVDs. <laughs> you DVD- didn't my Trailer Park Boys. Oh no, actually, my brother bought that for me. Okay, I quite like Trailer Park Boys. The only one I bought up there is State and Maine, David Mamet's film. Oh, that's a that's a um, which is a uh, is a really David Mamet film. So it it's is, really annoying. It? It's, a really but it's really good. Interesting film. Yeah, yeah. Warren Beatty is it? Uh, Am I thinking of a different Alec film? Baldwin. Oh, I'm thinking of a different film. Yeah, you might be, yeah. It's State of Maine is sort of a almost a light hearted romp about trying to get a film made in a small town. And it's I do so remember this. I never saw it. I do the, remember this. You know, okay. It depends what it's you, a so gift I, for the years. I blow hot and cold on Mamet, really. Right. Sometimes because I used to do like Mamet monologues and things, right. and he's like, you know, hey, look, I just write the way people speak, and you go, you shut the fuck up. No <laughs> one speaks like that. No one says I that many times in a row. I, I, and you watch <laughs> even brilliant people like William H Macy try and do it, and you go. This is weird. Uh, people right, don't talk like right, that. Right. Uh, Kevin Smith's like that, isn't it? Everyone, it's it's probably like that's how David Mamet talks, and Kevin yeah. Smith, all his characters talk like him. Yeah, I right. I like Kevin Smith, and I. Yeah, mm. I mean, I don't. Oh, I mean, I, I loved Clerks. Clerk, yeah, clerks, clerk, clerk, clerks, clerks, clerks. Yeah. I say clerks. Yeah, he says clerks. I say clerks. Well, yeah. I've got to say clerks because he says clerks, yeah, and that's, how, that's what the rule. I think maybe it's a it's um, a, a nation thing. Yeah, and another one of those films that I ended up seeing too many times was Mallrats. Oh my god! I used to watch Mallrats all the time. But it's not very good. No, I revisited it recently. Like he wanted to make Dogma. He wrote Dogma before yeah. he wrote Clerks, and he wanted to make um, he wanted to make Dogma, but he never had the budget for it until mm. much later. So he just had to sort of run off this little comedy because they went, "We'll give you a small yeah. studio budget." If you and your heroin addict, <laughs> heroin addict friend yes, are in it, yeah, <laughs> we definitely yeah. have you two. Yeah. and uh, yeah, this shitty Mallrats. It's stupid. Which revisiting it, it's Worse yeah, there's. Well. I mean, the scene that uh, when I first watched it that I thought was really cool, mm. but then on rewatching it, really fucking annoyed me. <laughs> was when um, he's trying to get at the guy who's dating his ex girlfriend, Jason. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. He's a Scientologist. Scientologist I know. And his son it's called bigger. <laughs> it's better. He was good as uh, Syndrome <laughs> in uh, Incredibles. Anyway. Um, oh my God. Yeah, he used to have quite a career, didn't he? He did. And he'd, uh, he was My, my name, name is Earl. Is, yeah. He yeah. was Earl in My yeah. Name is Earl. Yeah. I never watched that. I think that's when I found out about the Scientology thing. I, I, mean, I yeah. didn't know at the time. I really liked My Name is Earl. Yeah. 
I and think Jason, I'm racist against Scientologists. <laughs> oh, I, think, I think I am as oh, well. Yeah. I, I love The Handmaid's Tale. I think Elizabeth Moss is amazing. Oh, no! And I, I look at her through like splayed fingers going, the worst thing about The Handmaid's Tale isn't all the terrible treatment of women. It's that you're a Scientologist, IRL. She's a... She's a oh, ri- dude, she was born horrible. into it. Oh, uh, was she? Yeah, and I heard a rumour, which, which I'm just going to take as true, that they get Juliette Lewis to follow her around <laughs> at parties and stuff because they're a bit worried she might go rogue. She Mate, might go Juliette Lewis went fucking batshit years ago. Well, there. yeah. Well, they're going to keep Juliette Lewis on Elizabeth Moss's tail just in case. God, it's so dark. I fall into YouTube Scientology videos mm. so much. Do you know what? It's not so enough of them either. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. there's I, not enough. I've watched every kind of <laughs> The View interview with yes. like the daughter of. And and, and, and uh, <sighs> Leah Remini, her series. Yeah, she or did. never liked Leah Remini until she stopped <laughs> being a Scientologist. <laughs> Love her now. Big fan. Oh, she's got a mouth like a docker, but she's oh. a lot of fun. <laughs> I watched a, a whole Joe Rogan podcast where he interviewed Jesus, her. Jesus, you sat through a whole... I hate Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, Joe, well, I did, I did the same. Uh, Mark Restuccia. Fellow yeah. Facebook acolyte. Yeah, oh God, we had a good friend. Acolyte's like, the wrong I, word. I love Mark Ristuccia there, and there, I hate Joe yeah, There's a Facebook group of people who, up until, I've never met you in real life. I yeah, think. we've met today. Uh, and I've, done, I've met Stooch, but I don't see him yeah. a lot at all. Just bump yeah. into the train on top occasionally and then we just look at each other. <laughs> and then we communicate via Facebook. Like right. There's there something like that's what happens almost exclusive <laughs> Facebook friendship with. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and yeah. So he recommended the Neil deGrasse Tyson Yes, thing. yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's an arrogant prick as well. He is, isn't he? He's always anyway. on Bill Maher, which is never a good sign. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, but anyway, Bill Maher, <laughs> much like Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. very watchable. Yes. And the podcast was really good, and I did listen ah, to the whole thing. okay, I still didn't, I didn't listen to it, but I, I listened to it probably and snooze, and uh, you know when you have a sleep, when yeah. you're listening to something, and you have yeah. that crazy, job. I was just having dreams that Joe Rogan claimed he had a Geiger counter inside him, <laughs> and things like this. An HR Geiger counter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One. Very good. There you go. That's the exact number. <laughs> Uh, anyway, like yeah, it. that bit where Jason Lee rubs, yeah, he has like chocolate flips or whatever they are, the chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, yes. And he puts his hand down, basically up his arsehole. Yeah, and yeah. And puts his hands all over the chocolate things, and he gives them to this guy, and the guy immediately starts being Get sick. dysentery. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you give it. I remember the a... first time I watched it, I went, hang on, what have I missed here? Yeah, it wouldn't miss... be that quick. Nah. Now I know it's a comedy, but. And also, it's not a thing. Like, if someone accidentally eats a tiny bit of your poop, unless no, you've I mean... got dysentery, they're not going to catch it. Exactly. Yeah, we've. Uh, We've all slept with people. We all know what goes <laughs> yeah. on. Like that, we you all know, know what happens. We're all all right. It's maybe Kevin Smith has like, never been near another human being. Yeah, this like, is it. I like, think well, this if you touch the poo-poo hole, you become dead. Immediate, yeah. We're here to talk about a film which I hadn't seen since I was 16. Yeah. And when I said, which film would you like to focus on on this podcast, you said Robocop. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. And I was like, fucking Robocop. And I hadn't watched it since I was 16. And as a 16-year-old, you kind of have a tin ear for satire. Yeah. So I went back, revisited exactly, yeah, it. yeah, And I was like, okay, oh, this one's really, this is pretty fucking slick. It's yeah. really good. The things I started watching when I was really young. So there's a there's a shout out to the, the shop 20th Century Flicks in Bristol. Right. Which is this little shop that's sort of hidden under a thing. And it was this dark cave. Um and it was the most amazing video shop at the time. I had like, all these weird videos, weird horror films. Um, and Dad used to go in there to, mm-hmm. he used to go, he used just to, like get out Woody Allen films and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were allowed to get a video out. But from a really young age, like just to shut us up, he would let us get a North, like an 18. Okay, right. Um, so we used to get Robocop, but we would get Robocop every time, me and my brother. Right. And yeah, no, no idea that there was any satire whatsoever. Yeah. But actually watched through that kind of, Ignorance, that sort of childish ignorance, it stands up. 
it's a like it's a, a great really action enjoyable film. film. Yeah. I don't know why I went like oh, God, what's fucking Robocop because it's Paul Verhoeven. Like he's brilliant. Yeah. All his films are really fun and yeah. I mean, well, even I, Showgirls. <laughs> Showgirls. Yeah, I, I love wasn't Showgirls. that bad. I did only watch it once. <laughs> I, I can't stop watching Showgirls. Okay. <laughs> right. The Showgirls tattoo on the arm. That was a... Yeah, 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 yeah. I figured yeah, you really liked Showgirls. A, a full Elizabeth Berkeley With the lipstick nipples. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did Starship Troopers as well, didn't he? Which yeah. was a satire as well. But again, when I watched that, I was like, I didn't care. It's just... Yeah. Shooting I, birds. I saw uh, Starship Troopers around the same time and yeah. thought it was like a real laugh. And then you revisit I, it, you're like, oh, this is a real good take I, I just, fascism. I just got really invested in the idea, the sadness, the idea that you would survive something horrific mm. and then be kept alive and sort of be visited by these memories. So I think everyone basically knows the plot, but mm. he's, you know, as a member of uh, the Detroit, Detroit uh, OCP? No. Yeah, OCP. OCP, yeah. Like, yeah um, what are they called? The com- is OCP com- is the baddies, aren't they? Something. Yeah, they're the company. Yeah. Who, yeah, so basically, isn't it, it's this company. It's a real, like, the Tories would love this. It's a big... Um, company that owns everything so everything's privatized yeah. by this one company it's yeah and bizarre. they make all the tech for the police so basically they're just mm. trying to get the government to uh, allow them to make all this sort of high-tech uh, machinery uh, under the proviso that it would save lives um and so they start off with the most amazing scene in cinema i think which is in like a sort of the 50th story of this huge building and they are debuting this new creation called ed 209 yeah. who is this terrifying biped robot thing with this kind of dark hood. Yeah, uh, no face, like faceless no face machine. And huge arms which just have the most absurd machine guns on them. <laughs> and the most incredible sound that it makes that it's almost like um, an orchestra warming up as it, as it stands up. Yes. And it's all these notes playing at once, these kind of discordant notes. Yeah. And it's an incredible sound. Anyway, they're sort of saying, you know, welcome Ed 209. There's this main guy who really wants to push through the Ed 209 plan. He's there. Well, he's one of the top executives at the company. Um, and so Ed 209 comes out and a panel of people with this computer who are sort of operating it and turn it on and stuff. And he goes, hey, well, you know, we'll let, let's see how it works. He goes, we got to, can we uh, get a, a volunteer? He goes, you. And he picks on this guy. Kenny. Kenny, yeah, who's <laughs> definitely about to be dead. Um, and he hands Kenny his beautiful silver magnum and says, here, take the gun. Uh, now, f- be threatening. So he points the gun at his head and goes, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Pointed at Ed 209. <laughs> so he points it at the robot, like kind of half laughing, nervous laughter. And Ed 209 <laughs> just measly goes into this kind of battle position and makes this noise. And it says, um, put down your weapon. You have 30 seconds to comply. And t- Kenny looks around and the main executive says, <laughs> I think you better do what he says. And uh, God, I can't remember. I forgot to watch it. <laughs> I can remember all. So Kenny throws down this gun, makes a clunk on the floor. Uh, and then Ed 209, you know, says, you have 20 seconds to comply. Mm. And everyone starts going, fuck. Yeah, there's fuck. all these executives jumping under a desk. Pull it, yeah, yeah. people, yeah, yeah. And Kenny starts, like, running and, mm. and people are screaming, he didn't hear it, he didn't hear yeah. it. The robot hasn't basically acknowledged that the gun has hit the ground. Yeah. And he gets into a more of an attack mode. And Kenny's running and all the other executives push him away. Mm. They don't want to be involved with him anymore. It's big um, business. Exactly. And then Ed 209 unleashes this barrage of huge bullets yeah. and blows this guy to pieces it's like bombastic violence oh well, it's, isn't it? it's like, wonderful wonderful violence mm, you love as a kid like this yeah. guy the poor actor must have been covered in so many of those it must have really hurt like he must be covered in so many of these what they call squibs squibs yeah. you know the, the amount of blood and he blows him and 
you do that with your show. Yeah. And he goes flying back onto a model of a toy village. Oh, yes. He flies back onto their... Um, their, their proposed... What, they, uh, what they, Delta City. Delta City, to yes. They're going to build a city over the top of Detroit. Yeah, yeah basically. This film it. is also about the perils of gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> and usually, and Detroit was very timely at the time because Detroit had gone bankrupt. Yes. And was, it was a city that basically, you know, they sort of said, do you know what? Actually, there's more black people here than white people. Mm. We could probably just forget about it. Yeah. And the auto industry they died and everything. A, uh, I was looking up because it was made in 87, wasn't it? And it was kind of like the height of Reaganomics. Yes. This is a real, real takedown of yeah. Reaganomics. <laughs> At the time, I was just like, wow, Detroit looks exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, this fictional city looks so like great. A bit it's because robots. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this gives the chance for, um, you're going to have to help me with names because, I, as I say, I'm just going by my. Oh, sorry, I try and remember. I watched it. Uh, I watched it very so recently. So, it's a Mexican actor who died recently of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays this sort of young upstart. Um, oh yes, um, he's also in. Manuel, uh, he's in Twin Peaks. And yes, stuff like and, that, isn't it? Uh, he did a really good episode of ER as well. Oh, did he? Uh, oh, okay. Where he was dying I, of lung cancer. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, yeah. Maybe everything happens to people in ER. Yeah, and he was just, true. and he was in Iron Man Three. Was the he? Vice President I in Iron Man Three. Recently died. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this gives the young upstart to confront the boss. Mm. Hold, I'm very disappointed. Anyway, he goes <laughs> up to the boss. He goes, Maybe now you'll English. consider my uh, RoboCop program yes. the robocop program basically is that next time a policeman dies i'd imagine they've done it with the policewoman as well but for the yeah, point of 80s, the 80s filmmaking 80s, it was it was a man yeah weirdly <laughs> fine um they said next time someone dies on duty we are we have their permission through their contracts whatever mm. to take their body and basically turn them into half man half machine yeah. and that's what they do with um murphy yeah who was killed in the most brilliant way. Oh my god! Yeah, see, I'd forgotten all the ultra violence, and I, I, I was like, oh, that's why this film's an eighteen. Yeah. Like he, he goes, well, yeah, you explain what happens to Paul Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Peter so Weller. he's on a he's after a guy called Clarence Bodica who's just robbed a bank, mm. and it comes who to looks a, like Himmler. He's a brilliant actor. He's as great, well. isn't he? Yeah, he's so scary in this. Yeah. Uh, they get Paul Murph, uh, uh, Murphy. Murphy. Mm. Basically, he's unarmed now, and all the, everyone's pointing a gun at him. Um, he's knocked to the ground and uh, Clarence Bodica stands over him and he says he says to him you probably don't think I'm a very nice guy yeah and Murphy says buddy I think you're slime yes he says <laughs> see I got a problem cops don't like me and I don't like cops and he brings down his shotgun and starts going pretending where to aim and he goes over to Murphy's hand and just blows his hand his hand just purees instantly that. And he yeah. turns around. And this is the cold part of the film, is that the baddies don't, they love it. They love the death of they the were, There's some good laughing. Yeah, you They've turn around. They've got some good yeah. laughing actors. Yeah, especially that guy who was in Fame. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And he turns around and goes, well, give the man a hand. And so Murphy struggles to his feet, you know, blood pumping out yeah, where his hand yeah. was. And they just gun him down. And they shoot him probably about 150 times, yeah. but in a very Robocop fashion, he doesn't fall down until no, the no, end. No, no. So he just stands there going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. 7, Not a squibs. single head wound, all to the body, because, yeah. you know, easier to do the squibs. Yeah, exactly. Shot like 70 million times, and he's rushed to hospital, and he becomes part of the Robocop plan. And it's, yeah, yeah it's brilliant. Just that whole idea. And he starts having flashbacks of his life before, and... 
Yeah, thing. this thing yeah. where he's he's a machine and he has they they sort of go, oh, he won't have any memory of we've wiped his memory, he'll have yeah. no memory of his life. But he keeps remembering his wife and child, yeah, who we never saw. <laughs> so they, I imagine they were in it; they were cut out. Yeah, they but must that's have what been. I've got a feeling. Yeah, because there's no um, there's no fat on this film. It's all lean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, what an hour and forty five something like that. And yeah, it, there's not there's, there's no part there's no there's zero part of Robocop. You think? You could have done without that. Yeah, no, it's it's all got to be. Every in there. bit is sort of memorable. I like the montage where he's going around as Robocop, <laughs> stopping crimes, and there's a woman. <laughs> this like, it's quite it's interesting watching it. The from most the hilarious attempted rape scene <laughs> yes. of all time. He stops a rape, and then the woman's like, "Oh, thank you." He goes, "I've alerted a rape crisis centre." <laughs> I watched it. I was like, "This wouldn't fly today," but I'm glad it's here. And then he's off. And then yeah, he's yeah. off. Yeah, he's like, "Bye." But yeah, tellingly, yeah. So so the the, ra- the rapists are like sort of these dreadful. They're trying. They've got this massive sort of hunting knife. Yeah. And and she's this sort of scantily dressed woman with no bag in yeah. the middle of Detroit at night. Yeah. On a rooftop. Like or it's terrible. It's or, terrible yeah. when judges sort of say, "Well, she brought it upon herself." <laughs> but in this instance, you think, "Well, she could have been a little bit more careful." And they're cutting her hair off with this knife. Yeah. And they say, "Let's see if she's got more hair down there, <laughs> like that." And it's sort of so this ridiculous like, cheesy no, language. This has never happened. <laughs> but they felt they'd say they put the knife to the throat and Robocop shoots. Through her dress, yes, and into the uh, penis and testicles of the assailant. Uh, yeah, which it's is very the, satisfying. There's justice there. <laughs> yes, he makes a good sound when he's shot in the nuts as well. Yeah, it's a really good noise People that guy makes. Machines can't have a sense of humour, but yeah. Robocop, he's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, here. he's got all these sayings inbuilt, like uh, "Your move, creep," and yes. Oh, but also, they were his sayings when he was a policeman. That's how you know yes, that he's carried over. He remembers. He's very good as well. Because Peter Weller, I, I went, yeah. oh, I don't really know who he is. And I've gone on his CV and he's basically Robocop. I think he's gone. He was in a Woody Allen film as well. But he's got uh, a really yeah, he was in um, Mighty Aphrodite. Was he Mighty Aphrodite? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. And I sort of went, oh, okay. I thought, and for, I was going, oh, it's called Paul Weller. I was like, yeah. no, it's, Pete, it's Pete Weller. He's not, the, he's not the lead singer of the Oh, he's dancer. a singer as well. Yeah. I bloody love Shouts of the Town. He did the original Wildwood. <laughs> what? He's, this guy's got it all. But he basically had to act with the lower half of his face for most of the film. He's got he a does a really good job. Yeah, well, he's got, as, a, as an actor, he's got a very still, almost emotionless face. Yeah. You know, like yeah. another stuff you see him, he's very kind of, he doesn't do much. And he also doesn't have much going on. Mm. And his Wikipedia picture is just him doing a big grin. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, <laughs> I like I'm a pretty smiley guy. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah. As an act, yeah, as an actor, very stoic. I'm sure when he was doing that film, he was probably thinking, this is going to be an absolute yeah. disaster. Yeah, this a director who all he's done is films in the Netherlands. Yeah. And it, low budget for what it is. Was it his like, first? Is his first US film, yeah, his first film outside of the Netherlands. Uh, Paul Verhoeven and it was made for 13 million and I went really? I went oh that seems low even for 30 years ago yeah. I looked it up and that's the equivalent of like a 30 million yeah. budget now and 30 million nice. films now don't get made no no they're either made for a million dollars or or loads yeah yeah dollars. yeah yeah so that yeah. whole kind of apparently that whole middle market is just sort of missing yeah. so it's unlikely though you know if there is a new Robocop it would be well, it was, it wasn't there? The one. Oh, I mean, what I mean is a, a new Robocop in inverted commas kind of thing. Oh, there was a new that. Robocop and yeah. it was a bit of a letdown. I didn't see it. I didn't watch the it. The ending is really weird. Oh, really? They don't stick it's to It's like they they've know. edited it wrong. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what happens, but there's a bit like they're on. There's Does he a become a real boy again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. They, they, there's a bit. That's it. He's got the baddie on the edge of the building. And yeah. the baddie in the original Robocop dies by falling out the window mm. of a really tall building. And in this one, they shoot the bad guy and he just dies on the floor. 
but high up. You're like, oh. is he not going to fall off the building? <laughs> <laughs> that's really strange. Have you deliberately done that? And that's you've got really... lots of money, guys. You've got more yeah. than 13 million yeah. dollars. There were yeah. some moments in that in the new one. Um, the, the bit where they reveal... A, the, yeah, exactly. There's a bit where they reveal... Yeah, so like... Um, they reveal what he looks like without his suit. And oh, he's basically just brilliant. a head, heart and lungs. Oh, I love it. And it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Which they couldn't really do with Robocop. No, because and bearing in mind, this is all pre... I mean, we're in the very early days of CG. There is a little bit of CG for, like, for oh, Ed 209. So oh, Ed 209 is done animatronically. Yeah. And also he's done like what looks like, to be honest with you, you look back, it looks like claymation. It doesn't It doesn't hold up. It's no. the one thing that didn't really hold up Yeah. Um, in the practice effects tremors is the same there's like a couple of bits yeah where right where the stop motion is very obvious and you're like yeah, yeah. not in the scene at all these tremors no um <laughs> graboids uh but yeah that i but i mean largely the practical effects really hold up but what's the cg bit so the c oh, there's a cg well the cg the main cg bit for is that's quite memorable is when the bad guy falls out the window at the end the top executive right um and he gets smaller and smaller and smaller but he gets smaller like like the frame rate at which it gets smaller is like it jumps <laughs> a bit, so a bit like an eight, like an eight bit game, like right. going, whoa, oh, 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 oh. it just gets, you know, it's, it doesn't look very good. Oh, amazing! I didn't even notice. Yeah, right. oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I was and, watching it on a tiny little box on oh, my computer fine, screen. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's yes, but they do like the, you know, it's all done with suits and you know, because it's a yeah. guy, so it looks good. Yeah, I was I really. Um, like there was some like there's one bit which is like completely unnecessary other than it looks really cool when uh, when your man from fame falls in the toxic oh, waste that and is the he bit. starts like melting and and yeah. I was like this is no need he, for it yeah, completely he, unrealistic it's like something out of who framed he looks like sweet it's like cheese yeah yeah like, he looks like his sort of like, fingers are melting like a fondue <laughs> yeah. it's not he gets knocked into a barrel and this is how you know it's sort of like a satire yeah he gets knocked into a big barrel of liquid called toxic, toxic waste, waste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he walks out of it. Yeah. Just go, help me! Yeah. Help me! At which point he's hit by a car and he just turns into. Yeah, he liquefies. Completely liquefies. Yeah. Yeah. Just into juice. And he's such a bad guy, that guy. Yeah. He's got Such a really a great guy. face, like yeah. great character face. And for quite, a still quite criminal. a squeaky voice. Yeah. You want to live forever? You want to smoke? Yeah. Oh, those things will kill you. Yeah. Well, you want to live forever? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and the, all the way through, there's this weird show that they watch. Oh, on yeah. TV. Like Mrs. I, Brown's Boys. It's basically like Mrs. Brown's Boys. So there's this kind of gross man in his sort of 50s, early 60s with a moustache mm. and a bald pate. And he's constantly surrounded by um, sort of nubile, semi-dressed women. Yeah, sexy women in those very high-cut 80s bikinis. Yeah, and it's hard to understand whether they're it's a game show or some mm. sort of like fourth-wall-breaking sitcom. Yes. Um, and there's this little bit, so it'll just flash to it and it'll be like... Um, they were like, hey, can we come with you? We've had our shots. And, he, and his catchphrase is, well, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying, it's one bit where he's like sprayed with what could be milk, could yes. be anything, if you catch my drift. And he go, he says it then as well. Yeah, yeah I'll buy that I'd for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and I love it because I love the idea that they, there's, they've probably done no backstory to that. And that. It's just like, wouldn't it be great to put that in and have people thinking, what the fuck is yeah, that what show? Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're watching it a few times. It's always the bad guys who really enjoy it. Yeah, and they have adverts yeah. as well, don't they? Oh, the adverts are Because they're really amazing. kind of setting the piece, that's giving it a time. Yes. And sh showing this dystopian future. Yeah. And there's like an advert for a car alarm. Um, yes. A car, a car security system. Um, basically, as soon as you, the robber breaks in it and sits in the driver's seat, he's immediately electrocuted, <laughs> and his child <laughs> remains 
pushed out of the car. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like the the thesis of it is that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Security. Yeah. <laughs> it opened the whole film opens with this amazing like newscast which like probably looks more realistic today than it did right, then. Yeah, but yeah. it's these two uh Two newscasters uh, going, you know, it looks like Anchorman, but they're going, hi, everyone. Oh, death and destruction. And there's one of their news stories is our space station that is meant to be defending things accidentally shot up the whole of Mexico. (laughs) And they're like (laughs) something like, oh, CPC. What are they called? CP? OCP. OCP. They say OCP because it's CPC, Conservative Party Conference. OCP (laughs) (laughs) OCP said that they didn't want this to happen. And it's like destroyed like 50 square miles of Mexico. Yeah, like the whole... Vi- the, I mean, that's it, isn't it? The violence means nothing. Yeah. The, the sort of the death of people is kind of meaningless and that life mm. is not worth anything. Yes. Um, and it's kind of shown in the film by, you know, adverts and the newscasts, but also by the film itself, by yeah. going, look how many people get blown to pieces yeah, and it and, doesn't and, matter. Yeah, and so much blood. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched... Um, I re-watched it, the uncut version, because they, <sighs> they were... They said, oh, it's too violent. So they there's various cuts in oh, the I original only about that. a minute's worth but it's a good minute though right? the real blood and gore but i'm like that needs to be in there that's yeah. in there for a reason yeah that he didn't do that just to be it's sort of cartoonish yeah um yeah i think that's why maybe it didn't sort of scar me and my brother too badly maybe yeah you, you didn't know. actually see because but they you see bullets going in and and bodies exploding out in yeah, the, yeah in this uncut version there is one little thing in there that i noticed is a uh, it was not a blooper. It's like a, when the film does makes a mistake. What's that called? Oh, continuity error. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. So like um, when people get shot with Robocop's gun, it basically it's a handgun that's a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is brilliant because the logic can't work. It can't. <laughs> it fires these short machine gun bursts, and it's uh, you know, I'm not a gun enthusiast, but it's right. beautiful. This thing like yeah. chrome. Yes. It looks amazing. Yeah. And it fires machine gun bursts, but would nowhere has the magazine capacity to hold <laughs> anywhere near those bursts. Because he's shooting for minutes at a time. He doesn't reload at any point. Now, in my head, I was like, well, maybe he has a thing in his hand that yeah. reloads the gun. But I'm overthinking it. Why not? If he can live on baby food. Exactly. <laughs> he lives on baby food. Of course <laughs> he does. Yes. Because he's simplified digestive system. I like system. the way they build it. They like It's, again, great world building. Someone yeah. goes, how does he eat? You're like, oh, he just lives off a of paste. And I then... love that stuff. I love it when the world's explained to me. I yeah, love it when they kind of go... You got any questions? Like, like, yeah, tell me how it happened. Yeah, like, you, give I, me the I'd details. sort of love to see a mock documentary about. Th- I remember when they were going to make a Cloverfield sequel. They were talking about, oh, there's going to be a sequel, and I was like, please make a mock documentary about how all that went down. And I was oh like, God, that would out, be great. What, all I want to watch is documentaries about films, but <laughs> yeah, real, but as re- if the film was real. Yes, that's yeah. uh, that's my dream. Yeah, I would love to sort of see like the, the schematics and like a doctor, yes. fake doctor, actor, yeah. talking through how they. I would love to see the operation in full yeah. how they put robocop together oh, i want to see like what they, when they had some bone like would they just lose it is it mm. necessary i mean how much is bionic and what bit yeah. are they keeping and why you well know? that's what the remake i'm interested in the fact that we see him where he's just heart and lungs on a stick yeah but it's not enough it's not no it's not documentary level no, it's not an hour of specials just kind of going well actually we decided to keep his lungs because obviously you know you know instead of having a sort of mechanical air filtration system you know would yeah. it keep his liver or his kidneys or any of the things that yeah. are harmed you know what's the be- what's the what's the benefit ratio yes. to all, keeping those bits all we hear is he's got a brain but he gets stabbed doesn't he by the um by himmler guy yeah he stabs him through the chest and 
blood. No, there's not blood. There it's what? oil, isn't it? Because I'm colourblind. I've never actually oh, known yeah. anyone. Do you know what? I've never asked this question. So it's right Is at it? the end of the film. He gets speared right through the yes. centre of his chest. Oh, now I can't remember what whether it was it? blood or not. His female uh, partner, who was assigned to him on the day that he died. Yeah. He's from Carrie. Is she? Yeah, never she's the bully Carrie. in Carrie. What's her name? Nancy Allen. What's her name in the film? Oh, isn't that awful? Um, woman with some dialogue. Woman with Only dialogue. Woman with one. dialogue yeah. who isn't sexy cocaine model. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great scene as well, though. It is. That's really yeah, funny. Yeah. 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 It's all about overblown. Yeah. And yeah. it's so obviously icing sugar. So much icing sugar. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, and yeah, and she she comes up. She's been hurt, but not mortally. Yeah. She goes, Murphy, I'm a mess. <laughs> and he says, it's a brilliant line. They'll fix you. They fix they everything. They fix everything, yes. <laughs> and it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's just left there. Yeah, we it's never see her in. again. Oh, no. And I think she is in the sequels, so she must have She lived. was. She came back for the second she payday. she come back as Robocop lady? Robo well, the second cop. film is very weird. Is it? Yeah. I know nothing about them other than they're not It's about this new drug called uh, Crank or Croc or, it's like Crack, oh, but it. it's maybe okay. Yeah. Oh, and it would have been that era as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. It's not a great film. Right. <laughs> no, it's not great. And I didn't see Robocop 3. The but third they, one is a joke, apparently. Uh, the and third it's one, still him. It's still Paul Weller. Is it still Weller? Weller? Star Council. Still Paul Weller yeah. from the Star Council. <laughs> the jam. There he is. <laughs> With his emotionless face. <laughs> yeah. He's really got no emotion yeah, yeah. now. He's just thinking of how much he can earn at fan yeah. conventions. Yeah, thank God. You know, I'll probably get the finished edits for Stanley Road done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't yeah. bother with the sequels, but right. Yeah, that. Yeah. They're not Verhoeven. No, no, not as far as I'm aware. No, they're definitely not. I found out Verhoeven directed Hollow Man. Do you remember Hollow Man? Yes. With Kevin Bacon as a Hollow Man. I remember almost liking it. I remember watching the cinema. He goes 15, invisible, right? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hollow man. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it beyond. Not to, not to be confused with Woodsman. No, or Bicentennial Man, <laughs> which is all the same era. <laughs> where he plays a paedophile. That was the Woodsman. Woodsman. Yeah. Oh, right. Kevin Bacon as a yeah, pedo. as a pedo, yeah. That shows he's a good actor. because Range. He'd, he'd never do that. Yeah, he could be hollow <laughs> and, and a pedophile. Pe hollow, pedo, as long as it ends in O. <laughs> Danzo. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But with that full verve, and I had no idea he'd done Hollow Man. Again, very, he does very ambitious films because Hollow Man very ambitious. Yeah, what I was the whole plot? I don't remember much about it. I think he. It was invisibility, essentially, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know there's a very um, there's a very famous scene where he invisible rapes a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Like the, the actor, Kevin? The woman, yeah, Kevin, stop that at once. But he can't have been there. They must have had this poor woman. Like, <laughs> action now, act like right. you're oh, being. We didn't tell you about this scene. It's <laughs> anything. We're just going to have you simulating a rape. Simula okay, yeah. So Sorry that we. No pressure. Gone. She's like, that's fine. I'd rather there wasn't anyone here. That's yeah, yeah. If anything, like, that's good. But I'm sure all the crew were there. Yeah. So yeah. All what drinking it in. Yeah. He directed that. He directed um, Showgirls, obviously, which is, I think. Like I think it's as bad as everybody says, and as good as nobody says. Yeah. Like it's one, and not even so bad. It's good. I don't but remember. I, feel the like it I remember not watching it for ages because I didn't want to watch the stripper film because I, okay. I, I remember. I remember being that around that age, being quite feeling quite ethical. Okay. And being a bit kind of you know like I'll, no no yeah. I won't. No, no I'm not going to. I'm very no, woke. And I worked in a video shop as well. Yeah, so where Showgirls did very well, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We had quite a few copies of Showgirls. Right. Eight, which is quite a lot <laughs> for a film that has been... For Bristol Flicks. Panned. What was it called? Oh, this is Channel 5 I used to work at. Oh, I see. Yeah, a different right. one. I so, 
what renting from Channel Five? Well, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Channel Five didn't exist then, but oh. I worked in the video shop when Channel Five existed. I love when the it came into existence, and people 5. used to call us going. I can't seem to get the channel to work. I'm like, do you really think that Channel 5 is based on a roundabout in Westbury on Trim? <laughs> I really like the fact they went, got this great name for a video shop. Yeah, ch Channel 5. Well, yeah, like, don't two. you think at some point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that at some point, you know, you, there was a kind of, like, no, like it, your, your, your fate was built in. Yeah. Like, the, you know, this will all come to an end one day. Channels. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, why risk it so much? Oh, like, you had eight copies of Showgirls. Yeah. It did well on the rental market. Yeah. As did Murder in the First. That was my oh. era, Murder in the First, which I never watched. There are some films I've decided to never, ever watch. Okay. Uh, I've never and, watched Murder it, in the First. No. <laughs> and I'm never going to, because that was one of those films. Kevin Bacon, Christian Slater, I believe. Is it? Okay. I, I don't know it. I don't know it. Well, it was just there, and I remember going, I'm not going to watch that. Same <laughs> Braveheart. Braveheart was massive. We had loads of <laughs> Braveheart. Right. And I remember thinking, I'm never going to watch Braveheart. I, I, I've got a point about not watching Braveheart, because I'm like, no, I really hate Mel Gibson. Well, this is before I hated Mel Gibson. It's well, just, yeah, I just made it came an, out when I just made an arbitrary him. choice, which I've stuck to. Mm. But I did watch Showgirls. It's Elizabeth Berkley straight off the cast, straight out of the cast of Saved by the Bell. Yes. The show had just ended, and she was obviously like, oh, proper lead in a massive Hollywood film it's Paul Verhoeven isn't yeah and like Drew Barrymore turned it down and she was she must have been like I'm in and she it's not that she's doing bad acting in it it's just she doesn't know what film she's in she'd no. have been about 20 yeah. she has no idea what film she's starring in meanwhile you've got like um, Gina Gershon is in it and she's great and Kyle McLaughlin's in it yes. and they know exactly what film they're in yeah. they know they're in this schlock satire yeah. like disgusting satire on yeah. the celebrity on celebrity basically yeah. but poor elizabeth berkeley she she's thinks she's in a serious film and so she's like <laughs> she's having to, but i don't know why she thought that because she's having to play against people going everybody got aids and shit and there's things like she has to, like she's in real life was quite an accomplished dancer yeah. but the dancing she has to do in the film is mental and she's also naked for about 80 percent of it yeah and i think fully naked yeah there's full frontal right. full frontal saved by the bell and she obviously thought i think people are going to take me extremely seriously after this and obviously it ruined her career so it was the case of like you know maybe thinking that she was actually gonna make a very brave performance yes you know yeah was it after basic instinct Yes, it must have been. So Basically, wonder, in 92. I'm wondering if like, the whole kind of having your vagina out was maybe yeah. still in that kind of phase. Well, yeah, People are Sharon kind of going, Stone That's brave, you nominated know. for an Oscar for Casino, having yeah. done Basic Instinct, yeah. but very different performance. She knew exactly what film she was in. Yes, I think with, with Basic Instinct, it was a glimpse. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. no, in... Uh, which, was in which I remember as a kid being impossible with VHS. <laughs> because even Grainy. if you did get to stop it at the correct flame, frame, it would have a grey and black <laughs> sort of ponytail across the screen. <laughs> it'd be, That's it'd be true. tracking, tracking, like, 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 crying out loud. Oh, no, oh, and there'd be one kid at school go, with a laser disc player yeah. going, no, I've, I've fucking yeah. seen it, mate. Yeah, laser disc, <laughs> which was, I remember being, they were the size of vinyl. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. Whoever thought that would catch on? It's madness. God, I remember They were there, great yeah. big metal discs. Huge metal discs. And they, and, what was it? The sort of pre-DVD, like yeah. <laughs> pre-DVD digital releases were either Laserdisc or you could get some films for the Philips CDI. So they were on CD. They weren't a DVD or a CD, but they looked like either of those things, obviously. Right. And uh, 
that they were really expensive and no one had a Philips CDI or a LaserDisc player. No. So I remember as a kid going to America and with family friends and they had mm. this TV which was about the height of, mm. well, like, like a lot of Americans do. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we do as well now. Well, yeah, because they're so much more portable. Yeah. They're but these things were wall. huge yeah. and deep. Go um, back a mile, yeah. Yeah, like they were kept in cabinets, like wardrobes. Yeah. So like an entire wardrobe would just be for the telly. Yeah, thousands of dollars. And this guy had a laser disc, and there's photos of me and my brother just watching um, Predator on oh, a laser really? disc as kids. My parents let me switch. <laughs> terrible films. It's all and right. Just, my mum let me watch Aliens incredible. when I was seven. <laughs> right. <laughs> my cat's in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always work this fact into. Uh, conversations quite early. Your cat is uh, in it. Yeah, it's actually my real cat. My mum. It was all shot in England. I thought you were having a break. No, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Susan. I was just trying to. Gloss yeah, you've over only just moment. met me as well. Yeah. But no, legitimately, my cat was in Aliens. Family friend found animals for film and TV. Put my cat in Aliens because he'd hiss on command. The cat. The genuine. He was Jones. Dude, that's the most amazing claim it, to fame ever. It's a really, it's a really it's a great good one. one. Yeah, it's a really good one. And also, I have a lot of people say like. Are you making that up? It's like, what a strange lie. I can't lie. prove that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but it's such a strange lie. That cat doesn't have an IMDb. Like, no, exactly. I, I can't even begin to trace it. Boris has no internet uh, presence. No. He's been dead for 20 years. Oh, that's and quite sad, isn't it? I mean, he was... He lives on. He was an old cat. And like, who gets upset about their pet from 20 years ago? Also, he was a horrible cat. He does sound like a horrible he was, cat. The reason they picked him was uh, they needed ginger, ginger cat who looked like the first cat from the first film, and he had to hiss really easily because he does this quite a lot. Aliens. Aliens, not ah, the first. Not right, the se- okay. Yeah, it was the second, not the first. So he not as much because screen time. Because cats can detect aliens. Yes. That's, that was what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he's hissing at another cat on set. That's what they get. It's really good oh God, I can work. see it in my head, his yeah. hiss. Yeah. And then there's... I'm never, ever going to watch that film with other people and not mention that fact, <laughs> ever. I told... Um, do you know Matt Hyten? Yes. Comedian Matt Hyten. I was driving... Uh, back from a gig and I told him in the car and he and he like he's major film nerd and he loves yeah. aliens he he practically we practically had to stop the car so he could take it in yeah he was like I can't believe. like yeah. if I told him my mum was Sigourney Weaver it wouldn't have had as yeah. much of an effect on him seven steps saying. from well you could play seven steps from Kevin Bacon with that cat yeah very easily what have we got cat <laughs> cat um so so hang so on you gotta go <laughs> Suze Suze Boris, Boris. So should we go Sigourney Weaver? Well, hang on, no, no, no. Mm. You're probably best going someone like Bill Paxton. You're probably right. Was he in Tremors? Oh, no, he know. wasn't, was Paxton's he? Paxton's been in everything. Well, yes. bless him, rest his rest Yeah. Very sad that. It's the best that films to get Kevin Bacon are mm. um, Sleepers. Oh, yeah, of course. Because there's a huge cast, like De Niro and everyone yes. in that. That's a good one to get him. And um, you've got Minnie Driver in that as well. I love Minnie Driver. She's great. Yeah. What an underrated yeah. talent. What's that six degrees going to be? What if we can't? What no, if Boris can. is the thing? <laughs> Boris is the one. No, okay, so let's go. Uh, God, I used to be so much better at films. So who's in Sleepers? I'm having a real blank. Uh, you get to Robert De Niro, Bill Paxton, Robert De Niro. How do you get to Bill Paxton to Robert De Niro? Uh, or Bill Paxton straight to Kevin Bacon? Is Kevin Bacon in Sleepers? Yeah. Yes, yes, that's yeah, why yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Bill Paxton. Oh, f- no, this is... Uh, okay, Sigourney Weaver is in... Dave, oh. with Bill Pullman. Who sounds like Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> Who was in Aliens with Boris. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we We've done it. it. We did it, guys. Just seen one of your kids' toys. Looks like Robocop. Oh, he hasn't got a Robocop. No, he's got, he's got a Darth <laughs> Vader. That? 
Is that Darth Vader? It's Darth Vader, He's, yeah, I yeah. can see like the top of his head. I'd love to get him a Robocop. They but he wouldn't understand. Robocop toys. Yeah. That's a weird thing. It was a Robocop game. And yes, the game. Mega Drive. Yeah. And a cartoon series. What, what, who made that? That was um, it Namco. Was no, the Robocop oh. game was... Oh, the Na- game. Yeah. Right, okay. No, it wasn't. It was... Um, oh, my God, my brain It wasn't today. bloody LGN, was it? LGN. Oh. <laughs> oh, anyway, it'll come to me. That's quite a good game. I quite enjoyed it. it wasn't very Have good. Have you got like a good game knowledge? I mean, I feel like you should. I've got weird good 90s game knowledge. Ah, same because that's when I played I games. I sort of stopped playing games around 2000. Same, they got too much for me. Yeah, they got mostly um, my dreams came true with games and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if I could do this? What if I literally, I as a kid, I imagined Grand Theft Auto, yeah, as like kind of this utopian game idea. Like, what if I could do all these things? Yes. And then as soon as I could, I was like, it's whoa, fucking hell, yeah, oh, God, I'm too, I can't, it's too much. Me and my brother would play Grand Theft Auto because it came out about 97, 98, yeah, right. So the, I was, the I was uh, about overhead one, yeah, yeah, the one that looks like. Amiga graphics but I was about 12 and my brother would have been 10 and we would play Grand Theft Auto and take turns and they, and get really pumped and get quite angry yeah. and violent so video games I don't believe video games create killers but they did make two children in Surrey quite angry yeah right okay yeah I think you know my brother more than me he get help. really quite punched up and furious. I don't think I don't think games uh encourage murderers but I no. think they probably if you are a murderer in the waiting a lot of those games would be really good fun Ooh, for you to play. Yeah, they probably see it through different eyes. In the same way, like heavy metal doesn't make people a murderer, but no. if you're really angry inside and you want to kill people, that would be Great the best soundtrack. music, to, awesome music yeah. to kill people to. Yeah, you know, try I, try doing that to the Lark Ascending by Vaughan Williams. It's going to get <laughs> tricky. <laughs> well, on that subject, you know, Dennis Nilsson uh, died this year. Only the good the, die the, young. The, oh, the killer murderer. Yeah, the man. one he used to, he used to um, kill guys, bring guys back to his flat in uh, Primrose Hill, I think. And he'd, oh, he'd, um, right. he'd dissolve them in acid baths. That's what he said. Oh no, he tried that a bit, uh, and it, and it, but then he'd start. You'd have to have, a, you'd have to have an iron bath or he, a steel bath. He, yeah. he tried that. He mostly liked to have the bodies around. He would, would hang yeah. out with them. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Good listeners. <laughs> They'd never talk back. He would literally. His flat must have smelt like the most awful oh, thing that ever happened. The amount of Febreze but that he, guy got through. Yeah, he used to put talcum powder on them and That's air freshener idea. around, and he'd have to kill all the flies every day and he would so kill the flies <laughs> he'd, like, he'd have flies all around the flat he'd be like I have to do a bit of a bug spray and yeah. he'd go off to work but he would sit sit them up in chairs with him and watch TV with them late at night and he said he'd make like sassy remarks because <laughs> 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 he wrote a whole massive book which has never been published but bits of it are out there in from prison where he wrote about it's a really interesting look into the mind of a madman like, yeah. he was a, obviously he killed I think it's about 16 men. Right. So in the police, for how they got him, I find I, it's not funny because these poor people. No, died, it's terrible. But, but I think time Dennis, passed it's kind of like no the abstract of it. Um, the he started like flushing bits of the bodies down the toilet, and the drains all got blocked up. Oh, geez, and yeah. uh, the dino you probably man lived here. Came Fucking drains are dreadful. Really? Oh, well, maybe you've Christ. got a Nilsson. I've got a Nilsson next door. Flushing <laughs> bodies? Is it you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen food, what looked like meatballs, going down there when we had the drains oh. up. Like that. They could have been testicles. They could have been balls. Could have been. Well, Dennis Nilsson, if it's him, uh, the dino rod man, he, he came and looked at it, and Dennis Nilsson sort of hung around going, fucking hell. Yeah. He went, so what do you think it is, mate? And the, and Mr. Dino Rod went, oh, uh, what this will be, he like pulled out 
bones. And he said, what this will be is it'll be someone flushing down like chicken down the toilet. And really he went, oh, big right. chickens. So what Dennis Nilsson did that night, in the dead of night, he went down to that drain with some fried chicken he'd bought and just poked it into the drain. <laughs> and he got caught doing it. They were like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, nothing, nothing. Why was he doing that? <laughs> to see, so that they would pull out chicken and go, there you go, it's chicken. Oh, right. So he wouldn't get caught for bodies. Right. But then the police sort of then arrested him. And what a lovely thing way to flat. be caught. A- amazing, isn't it? And yeah. The, the police, he, they were waiting for him. And he went, um, <laughs> they said, how many bodies are we talking here? Is it one? Is it two? It's quite the a flat stank of a It's of quite a, a party. He went, he went, it's more like I'm out 16. I know what you're thinking. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. That's not what they're thinking. No, they're not thinking, this is ridiculous. But that's how his mind worked. He was like, he he said he remembered waking up one day in this flat full of bodies and thinking, oh, this is ridiculous. A moment of clarity. Like, and he thinks the police was kind of going, well, what are you doing? Buffet (laughs) or sit down? It's too many people. Have you worked it out? Punch bowl, individual drinks. You're not going to have time to socialise with your guests, you (laughs) madman. Your one bedroom flat. This is too many. Where are you putting the coats? (laughs) Book a function room, you madman. Jesus, do it at the (laughs) pub. You can walk away at the end of the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, like, loved to have a dead body. I can kind of... Weird thing is, though, I mean, you know, people kind of go, oh, you just can't understand it. Mm. I can. Right. I don't. And I, I, I don't feel. Like, I don't feel like I want to do it. But it all seems quite logical to Would me. Would they like, explain it? Because it's very easy to see them as monsters, these serial killers. But and and they are. They killed lots of people. But they're also just mad humans. You take yeah. away their power if you just see them as mad humans. Yeah, and they, they, they were lonely, talk. and he wanted you know. Compact, if you base it, That's basically it. it's almost like a childish kind of want. Yeah. You go. Oh, I know what you want. Yeah. And like, say, sort of someone like well, I have got serial killers, but uh, yeah. Bundy, I guess, wanted. I don't know. I don't know a lot of that. He, whether, whether, he wanted whether, to possess um, all the women he killed. Looked like the woman who broke his heart. It's I was a real about cliche. To guess that. Yeah, I've already read it. Actually, they all looked. They all looked a bit like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> they all like quite sh- short, quite short, with dark hair and big dark eyes. And I was yeah. like, oh my god, I would have been like the ultimate Bundy Total victim. Bundy father. Yeah, but he used to he used to keep them. He, he, would, he kept Bundy. digging them up. He would bury them and then he kept digging them up right. to have another yeah, they're <laughs> obsessed. Have another date. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Bundy was loads like he's only admitted to about 30 but Is he dead? um yeah electric chair oh good no yeah good. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. good good no we uh, almost need these people around don't we keep them in prison yeah, and some make point, fun of them all the time because that's what well, they really point hate they're gonna want to i mean um uh what's his name from the moors never did mm. tragically yeah but Brady. he was i could he was just stubborn yeah. i think at some point they will want to go do you really want to know what I did? Because that's their crowning They usually love it because yeah. they're egomaniacs. I mean, they sort of see themselves as quite godlike because they yeah. never think they'll get caught. Well, there must be something if, if you sort of see yourself as a taker of life. Yeah. And you don't have that part of you which just racks you with guilt and makes you want to, you know, would make render any normal person that's it. incapable of carrying on. Yeah. Then if you don't have that, then you would feel powerful that you could Absolutely. snuff out a life. They do. And I realise I'm sounding quite a lot <laughs> like someone who could and kill. And I have just met you and I do feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I'm about to be murdered. Just going to the door. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they are like that. Like, I think I think it's BTK. He would write things like I'm a God and yeah. stuff. And he's still in prison, Dennis Rader. And they're making a, think tv BTK series about him. bind torture kill was his his name's right. dennis raider but that's how he would he'd sign he kept writing to the police going ah, yeah. you can't catch me yeah and he the was end, the gingerbread man of his time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I watched the Gingerbread Man a lot. And That's he was cute as a button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, talking of Robocop, um, when <laughs> I guess, uh, the Ed 209 yeah. is considered like one of the most terrifying uh, movie monsters. Yeah. But watching it today, I was like, oh, I think he's quite cute. Oh, I he found is. him quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I was aware that he'd be a tiny little model. Yeah. On, and they stop motioned him. I would love to. When have he fell down the stairs, I was like, oh. Well, the <laughs> other brilliant thing is that when he falls down the, the stairs, he um, uh, the sound they used because it, because it's a biped, which mm. no robot, well, robots will be bipeds, but they yeah. shouldn't be. They should just have wheels. Yes, just wheel them around. Like, well, why robots walk? Why, why wheels, yeah. wheels, loads of wheels? We better. don't want them having too much power. Yeah, I can make them. Yeah, so they can still be tripped up. It's so so stupid. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend like, built one. My oh, really? oh, my ex-boyfriend won like a na- national engineering prize for his. His dissertation, he did an electronics degree and he built, like, it had Segway technology and it was right, just yeah, a yeah. little thing on two wheels that would stay upright no matter what you did to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and while he was in, the, I was, I, you'll see why we're not in a relationship, I was always kicking it over. Of course <laughs> you were. like, there you go, look, it can't Stupid. stand can't up. Walk. He was like, Rubbish. stop doing that, it's on carpet. Wheels, <laughs> wheels. <laughs> but we, wheels, if you perfected it, the wheels would work. It yeah. doesn't need legs. The, so Ed 209 falls down some stairs and gets trapped and can't write itself. Yeah. And the sound that it makes is a sample of a pig. I can hear that now, actually. It does. It yeah. falls on its back and Squeals. goes like... Wee, wee. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, lo- I love little things like that. Yes. When you watch a film realising how much of the sound, none of the sound was recorded at the time. Yeah. Like Even the dialogue is recorded afterwards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, all the sploshes. Like, I get yeah. this. It's so badly done. Any cooking show, like... Someone pours a little bit of water and it's the same pouring thing. Like, it's the <laughs> oh same God, one. Oh, of course, that's added. All the chopping sounds are added, oh. everything. All the slicing and sizzling's added. Right. You know, nothing is from the That's time. amazing. No one's up the pans, are they? No, that makes perfect sense. And I knew that nature which, documentaries, like, yeah. oh, and, yeah, and, God, it's and just, ants yeah. walking, there, there's someone on the mic going... Yes, yeah, so we didn't get the ant. Can we do that again? Like, yeah. get the, the <laughs> we get the ant foley. Yeah. yeah. Splashing through the water. It's all added. Yeah. Uh, those people just, yeah. There's violent films, like, well, like Raging Bull. It's all people smashing watermelons and cabbages. I had to decapitate someone in a radio play once. Oh, okay. And I used to have to use a blunt machete and a cabbage. Wow. Yeah. I bet that was so satisfying. It was really satisfying. Yeah. Like that. Oh, this is great. I think on that bombshell, we should wrap things up. Suze, it's been so much fun. Uh, Thanks for doing this. I hope I didn't go off topic too much. Not at all. Um, That's probably the most on topic I've ever been. Oh, right. Okay. Well done. And I spent about 10 minutes talking about serial killers and Avatar. That was good, though. Yeah, enjoyed. Enjoyed. That's very much a a craze at the moment, isn't it? Serial killers. I can't get enough. Yeah. Women love serial killers. Why is that? No wonder Ted Bundy was able to murder so many of us. We love him. (laughs) (laughs) They're charming. Yeah. Hello. Superficial charm. It's my favourite. Oh, well, yeah. is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, God, not really. Plug your tail into a horse. <laughs> no, plug my tail into a bloody massive space horse. <laughs> yeah. No, God, no, just I'm at Twitter. Uh, at Twitter. At I'm Twitter. On, I'm at Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Sam Pamphlon. At um, Sam find me and come and have a chat and I'll direct you to any stuff via there if you care. Brilliant. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Suze. I'm going to log out now. Thanks for listening, everybody. It was lovely to have you. You can follow Sam on Twitter at Sam Pamphilon. That's S-A-M-P-A-M-P-H-I-L-O-N. And you can follow me on Twitter at Suze UK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. And also check out Sam and Rachel Stubbings have done a brilliant short on Vimeo directed by Ben Malaby called Mums at Work. And you should check it out because it's really funny 
and actual comedy critic Anna Kempner, my mum, said, See, this is the sort of thing that should be on fucking telly. So there you go. Thanks. See you next time. Bye.